0: It's your boy, Danny Nasty. Welcome to episode 7. Let's do it. What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Danny Nasty. We're here. It's episode 7. I am just on fire right now. I'm amped up. I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm smiling. And I got to tell you guys... Uh, The reason why I'm so excited is because I'm here with someone that's incredibly special to me. I've known this individual for the last 20 years. It's crazy to think how much time went by. And, um, you know, aside from him professionally, and we're obviously going to jump into that, and we're going to dive into that just on a personal level, um, he's an incredible friend. He's got a huge heart. He's humble. He's warm. He's kind. He's loving. He's incredibly family-oriented. He found himself one of the most amazing women in the world. Mm -hmm. He married her. They have a beautiful son now. Yeah, he looks like a like a prince. I, I follow him on Instagram. Um, he's so adorable. I, I want to eat his toes every time I see a picture <laughs> of his toes. There's none left. I ate them all. And um, you know, the guy I'm gonna introduce you to. It's funny. You know, as we were growing up, as we were kids, um, we also have like mutual best friends. And you know, anytime we needed something, anytime we were like, "Yo, dude." Uh, we got to get into this restaurant. Can you hook it up? Mm. He hooked it up. We're like, dude, we got to get into this club. Can you hook it up? Mm-hmm. He hooked it up. We're like, dude, we're not gonna wait online. Can you like get us a few bottles on the arm? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I got you guys. So no matter what we wanted to do, whether it was him calling randomly and saying, yo, look, um, I got a PJ. We're gonna go to Monaco. <laughs> um, if you guys want to hop on, it's only gonna cost you like 150 bucks, <laughs> but we'll go to Monaco. But yet we didn't know that, <laughs> the friends didn't know that drinks in uh, Monaco are incredibly <laughs> expensive. So, uh, but oh, everyone man. did have a good time. Uh, But he is the CEO and founder of a company called 400, and he built a fucking massive monster business, and I'm just so proud of him, and I feel so blessed and so lucky uh, that he made time to be here today, and he totally is on the same mission as me. He's all about helping people. He's all about... Um, you know, being generous, and and, I, and he wants to see people do well, too. And, and anytime you're around him, you know, he's always very supportive, always has a positive mental attitude, and always making you feel good about yourself. So without further ado, my man, Tony Abrams, CEO oh, and founder of 400. Welcome right. to the Danny Nasty podcast, well, my I man.
1: I cannot thank you enough for having me. I was expecting someone else to walk in the door after that intro, but uh, <laughs> that, that's very much appreciated. Uh, I'm excited to be here. I, this is, this is the, I've always, I said to you, this is the first podcast I've ever done, and I've been excited to do My mother always told me I've got a face for radio, uh-huh. so I guess this is the new sort of <laughs> approach to it. So uh, I'm actually really excited to be here, and, and I, I can't, I mean, you have been a friend of mine for so long, and you're one person that can pull this off. People could talk about doing this shit all day long but not too many people could actually get off the couch and have the balls to create an environment like this that allows people to share their story, but more importantly, get a chance to spend some time with you. You have this unbelievable ability to open people up, uh, and it's, it's it's a real gift to be able to sit here with you and, and just talk about life and this crazy journey we're on, for sure. Dude, I appreciate that so much. I really do. Thank you so much. It means oh, the world man. to me. You know, we
0: just, we've had so many good times, and... Um, you know, one way or another, we've always been hustling, you know, and it's just, it's just been a great ride so far. And, you know, yeah. I want to jump in, uh, you know, from the beginning, you know, I met you a long time ago, 20 yeah. years ago. Uh, you know, I met Vince, obviously we sure. went to college together yeah. before I had dropped out. Yeah. And, uh, I remember, I remember one of the first times I met you, I'm going to blow your fucking socks oh, off right Oh All right. I'm one ready for it. One of the first times I met you was on Park Avenue. Okay. We all went out one night and we were at a restaurant bar called Lemon.
1: You know what? I think I do remember that. Okay. I think that was one of my first times like in the city. I don't think I was living in the city. You were living in the city. I was in the city. Vince was in the city. Yeah. Uh, you might have been visiting. You were with maybe Anthony. Probably. I think I came up. You yeah, were my first, first time I met you. impression in New York City. Those, you, are, you, you, those you. are the eyebrow ring days. All right. Man. We don't have to talk about that. much. <laughs> Dude. Nope. I totally.
0: I was dissing Vinny the other day, and he's like, "Dude, we I have a nipple ring." And I was like, "Oh my god, holy oh, yeah, exactly. shit!" I forgot about yeah, that.
1: Exactly. Yeah, we all went through our bad decision that phases. Was bad was, uh, uh, and that was a Daytona experience, and that But you know, I do remember that, and, and I, I remember. I remember you so vividly because you were my first impression of New York City. No, no, in the best way possible, right? Because you (laughs) you know, I I grew up. I'm from Detroit, but I grew up in South Florida, and you know, there's proximity, there's space, and so people don't get a chance to interact in such close confined areas, and so people have their bubble up. But again, you know, you being as friendly and welcoming as you are, you, it's almost like you welcomed me to this city, uh, just with your personality. And now, 20 years later, we're sitting here, living in New York, having a family having careers and jobs, and so 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 you, you were definitely a, a, a solid reason for, for me to actually take the plunge and move up to the, to the city. I appreciate it, man. So let's talk about it. You yeah. jump on a flight from South Florida, yeah. flying to New York City. You're like, I'm here, I'm What's ready to live up? here. Yeah. You went to college at Fordham? Yeah, I did, I went to Fordham. So even before college, my senior year of high school, just wanted to kind of get out a little bit um, and I, f- I took an internship here in New York uh, doing PR and I was I was the one cutting out you know uh, articles for the clients that we had and you know it was just a great opportunity to, to uh, get a chance to, to experience New York City and then went back to Florida trying to figure things out uh, going through my senior year and I got into Syracuse University the communication school which was always a passion of mine uh, in, in some some form and uh, had, had an incredible year at Syracuse, but found myself coming to the city every weekend. And there was, you know, still to this day, if I'm out of the city and I'm driving back, whether I fly back from where, the second I start seeing that skyline, it, it just makes my blood pump, you know, and it always did, especially when it was very new to me. So I find myself driving in every single weekend um, and said to myself, I gotta find some opportunities here. And one of the first opportunities I had, I was introduced to this executive producer of uh, Sex in the City. Uh, John Melfi, who's an incredibly talented guy, and uh, we had a chance to spend some time with one another, and I was in production. I feel my whole life has been in production, whether it be television, film, or now lifestyle production, I guess is, is a way to put it. But I um, had a chance to to spend some time with John. He hired me at Sex and the City as a production assistant, so it allowed me to to actually be here and, and do something, not just be like, oh, fuck it, let me spend some time in New York and figure it out. Uh, so um, I had that um, as a responsibility of mine uh, it wasn't really cutting it I, I i learned quickly how expensive this city is and and uh, as you started saying started getting into the nightlife scene and um fell in love with it you know i i i loved the hustle i love the opportunities all the people that i had a chance to meet i was working at all these nightclubs doing the door and i was just uh I was actually loving the whole experience. It was a great time for me just to continue to meet people potentially and leverage them down the road uh, in, in a true friendship sort of way and build my foundation here in New York. So I was, I was doing both production and, um, and nightlife. And um, you know, it, was just, it was just a really cool thing for me to be at the age I was doing my thing in New York. Um, I didn't have family here. You know, we share some mutual friends that really took me in as their family here. And this city, if you don't have someone you're close to, you can really chew you up and spit you out. So two of the most important things for me was having something to do in terms of a career and having that foundation, family, whether it be friends uh, or, or, or family, whatever the case is. And, man, this was – I'm trying to think what year this was. This was late ni- – this was 1999, 2000, and um, – I uh, was working at uh, at, at Spa. If you remember Spa on Thirteenth yeah. Street, and I was doing the door. And there was this really cool guy named Ronaldo Bibliolini. Uh, he goes by Bibbs, and he would always show up. He would—he was a promoter on that Tuesday night at Spa, and he always showed up with the most beautiful women. I mean, this guy just—just just herds of, of girls, and he was just—he was the man. Uh, had this cool accent, you know. Told me a little bit what he done professionally, but his, his core was promoting. But the cool thing about him is that he would stay outside with me and talk to me the whole night. And, you know, we just kind of built up this friendship. And um, it turned out that he was uh, very friendly with um, the founder uh, of a company that I eventually worked for called Quintessentially. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me about this company as they were coming over from the U.K. And it kind of made everything make sense to me. It was um, it was everything I've done but but now one solid platform to Former career out of. Uh, quintessentially at the time was the, the sole sort of private concierge business, uh, pretty much in the world, quite honestly. And had a chance to, to jump on board with them, helping with a lot of their nightlife uh, requests and understood that this is a, an opportunity for the United States. Um, also, at that same time, realized kind of what business is all about, what sustainability is all about, what scalability is all about by the way I feel like I'm fucking talking a lot so if you want to jump in and and, no no (laughs) Um, and (laughs) you know it was it was interesting because I was always in the business of of taking care of people that I that I looked after personally and then here is a platform of really taking care of people producing things for them whether it be a simple reservation at a restaurant or getting them and their friends or their girlfriend into a nightclub Um, and you know wanted to really carve out this this career for myself had an incredible opportunity working with this business quintessentially learned what not to do what to do uh, kind of took a lot of the things with me uh, when I decided to leave about five and a half years later uh, this was um the end of 2006 and 2007 um, which was an interesting time to start a business um, not anticipating what we were going to be going into in 2008 but you know, for me, it was, uh, I, 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 I knew I wanted to be a business owner. I had a hard time working for me. My whole life, uh, I always was able to sometimes go against the grain, you know, and, and not necessarily be tethered to a desk or a schedule. And I wanted to, to, to create my own environment uh, by, again, taking the good things with me that I learned and leaving a lot of the shit behind. Mm-hmm. And, and then we, we, we spun out this business 400 um launched the company in 2007 um, hold on, who's we uh, it, at the time it was me um, Mark Birnbaum and Eugene rem okay uh, very dear friends of mine at the time uh, they were really heavily into nightclubs and restaurants mm-hmm. uh, so we we kind of cross-pollinated each I other I knew Eugene I didn't know your other partner yeah um, and he was doing a lot of the same stuff you were doing. He, Like I would always see him in you know in front of the uh, clubs like, at yeah. The door, like, yeah. He so he out. also had some nightclubs. I'm mean, back in the day. If you remember, like Air, I think was the name. Of yeah. It. Uh, he was also I forget the name
0: of the place, but it was um right by the meatpacking district, like right on.
1: So level V. Level V. Right. So that That's was Eugene. It. Yeah. So it was at that time. I mean, that we all we all kind of just came together. Uh, it was an idea that I had and. You know, to be honest with you, being at my first real business, I wanted to have a business partner. I'm like, "Yo, meet my business partner." I, I got my business partner. Yeah, we're business partners. I thought it was so cool to have fucking business yeah. partners. Um, you know, we it also probably gave you a little bit of confidence, also, right? And also, yeah, definitely, to kinda, yeah, totally. Like I mean, these guys on. have and continue to have, had and continue to have um, credibility. You know, they they've created unbelievable businesses for themselves, and um, you know, it was now my turn to go out and and do my thing. So we started this, uh, it was really, you know, my thing. Uh, It was my focus. Uh, We started the company, we both, all three of us put in 11,000 bucks into a bank account. I thought a website and some, you know, gold key was the most important thing. Like, yeah, we're gonna give gold keys to everybody. Uh, Knowing we were always gonna have a small business, quite honestly. Um, And, uh, you know, realize what, what really is important and what's not important when you start a business and uh you know we we had this was, we started rolling in 2007 um 2008 like i said happened which was a downturn in the economy luckily we had a 12-month runway of just figuring out our identity who we are what exactly we we're gonna do mm-hmm. uh, or attempt to do so let's talk about that yeah. for a minute, and then i want to come right back here cool, and then cool, we're gonna cool.
0: move forward again
1: what is 12 uh, 400 for you for me or yeah. for the for the for the world Oh. So, so for uh, well, let me let me explain what 400 is, and then uh, I could tell you what it is for me on a very personal level. So, 400 is a uh, private family office uh, focusing on concierge needs and travel. Uh, we um, handle. We, we've got different departments within the business, uh, so we've got teams of people that focus on those dinner reservations you were talking about. Um, we've got an unbelievable team of travel agents that handle. Uh, all sorts of travel it could be a two-day trip to chicago for work or it could be a month trip on a yacht in the mediterranean um, we have a special department uh, we, we call uh, a department called special projects which handles a lot of gifting a lot of tickets to shows and sporting events um, so 400 really is a, a product of a lot of businesses that were out there that exist that were, in my opinion, done very fragmented. There was that there was a travel agency. You know, there was a concierge business. The whole idea was just to to hybrid these two models um, and then be a real service offerings for a, a certain type of individual. Um, and it, uh, it it has since formed into, like I said, this small family office, about 150 families we look after. Uh, they're all v- incredible people. Um, They really, they inspire us, they inspire others, uh, they are influential, um, but at the same side, we have influence over this group of people because we're telling them where they should be celebrating their anniversary, or where they should be traveling to, or what they should be doing. Um, So, and I don't think people really understand how influential, you know, your clients are. I mean, you
0: have, and I'm not gonna name any of the names unless you want to, but um, you know, the truth is you're your clients man i mean these are Thanks. you know these are people you know people at home could only wish to have the clients that you have i mean yeah, serious clients, and we can go into like yeah. how those relationships were created because i think that's a good idea for people to sure. be able to learn how to you know create those kind of relationships if possible um,
1: but yeah dude, i mean that's no yeah, joke i appreciate that you know i if you would have whispered in my ear when I started this company that we could have the opportunity to look after these sort of individuals I would say you're fucking crazy <laughs> and um, I think that it's dude, a- that's
0: why I'm so proud of you oh, you know thanks. because like I know that there are awesome clients to have but like in reality like in truth because I know you and I've known you for 20 years I I believe in my heart in my heart that those people are very lucky to have you I appreciate that you know what I'm saying my because mother I know say how the much same you though. care about your business I do.
1: I care about them, quite honestly. I was gonna say that first. Yeah, yeah. Know,
0: I know you care about them more than anything, which yeah. you know the byproduct is your business grows because of that. Right, um, uh, and they're lucky to have that because there's not a lot of people that are 100 you know authentic and
1: genuine and really truly mean it when they're like, "Look, I care about you. I'm going to show you." I appreciate that. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, you're. I think it's a it's a lot. Uh, it, it's a combination of so many things uh, for us to be in the position that we're in. Uh, first and foremost, it's a lot of hard work. You know, people look at, especially nowadays where, you know, you see people go through incredible liquidity events and, and uh, where it doesn't look like it was that hard to get to where you got to, but people don't kind of peek behind the curtains and under the sheets and be like, fuck, that was a hustle. This is a grind. And so I think that the reason why we've been able to get to, to where we are in a way is, is a combination of, of that hustle and hard work uh, is luck, which I think a lot of people won't won't admit. I was introduced to some unbelievable people just on a whim, uh, and I, I kind of leached onto that. We leached onto each other uh, because we both found a a honorable and natural use for one another. Uh, it wasn't done in a you know it's not done in like this uh, taking advantage sort of world. It's really because we can get a lot of usage out of one another. Um, and then the third, in terms of the combination, is Surrounding yourself with good people, man. I mean, that's really what I, I from a friendship level, from a personal and a professional level, that's really what that that's really in my opinion, that's the ethos of success. You just surround yourself with success. And depending on how you gauge success, in my opinion, doesn't necessarily mean having millions and or billions of dollars. It's just about what where you find your as your happy place. And um I have always tried to surround myself around people that are smarter than me. Um, that I'm inspired by that allowed me this opportunity to, to, to talk at a level that I don't usually get a chance to, to talk to like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when you take that sort of formula and you plug it into a corporate sort of environment, it allows for that those true relationships to be exploited uh, in a positive way.
0: I always talk to my team members about this, and I always try to convey to them, like, don't look at anyone as a paycheck. Don't look yeah, at totally. anybody as like, what can this person do for me? I always mm-hmm. say to them, look, man, just become a friend. Just be a That's friend. It. That's, it. That's it. That's all you have to do is be a friend. Yeah. That's it. Just give them your heart. Treat them like you treat your brother, your sister, your, your, your friend, your mom, your dad. And the rest is going to be history. And just operate from an honest, genuine that's place, it. and you know, just be patient because yeah. that's the foundation of everything. You're
1: absolutely right. You know and I, yeah. I hear
0: that. I see that from you, and that's obviously why you've been able to build, you know, an incredibly successful business that's going to get better and better and better, right? Thank you. Yeah,
1: it, it, you're you're right. I mean, people, if it's not going to be you doing that it's going to be someone else that has that similar sort of approach now because we are in this in this phase of our lives where where work is a priority of of a lot not the priority but a priority uh you have to figure out those strategies right that mm-hmm. those sort of right approaches to um create fulfillment for yourself uh but i think you're absolutely right Pe- because people start to see through it especially depending on the market that you're dealing with they don't want someone that's gonna bullshit them they don't want someone who's gonna and, and especially in, in your business there's nothing more um appreciated from when i look at your business when i walk into an apartment uh and someone and and the, and the broker might say to me you know what this isn't for you and so when you have that sort of when you're at that level meaning you're looking out for their best interest not as you said perfectly not just as them as a paycheck you've won because that established a relationship that you will have not only when you're trying to close that apartment, but when they need their next apartment. Yeah, or when totally, they're... I mean, I have people all the time that want to
0: sell their apartments, and I just think it's too valuable to even sell. I'm like, I don't think you should sell. If I'm telling you honestly, like as sure. a principal, not as a broker, yep. as a friend, as an investor, out and sell this property. Yeah. I appreciate that. And it's ab- true. And it's yeah. money out of my pocket, but you know what? So fucking what? Right, exactly you right. You know what I mean? They might introduce me to somebody because I was being honest. That might be the right fit for me and for them. Bro, you that, know what I'm that, saying?
1: that relationship is invaluable. You know, you can't really put... Uh, that sort of relationship with with a client, uh, even with a friend, if you look at it, you know, it's like the, you you want that honesty and that 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 genuine uh, approach when you're when you're dealing with people at any level, like I said, personally or professionally. So, so uh,
0: let's get back to where you were before. You
1: got these two partners, right? Yeah. So we, um, you know, we kind of uh, we created this 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 idea. Um, it uh, you know, like everything else, there, there's phases. Like there is in life, uh, there is also in, in your, your professional life as well. And, you know, when, when the economy turned a little bit in 2008, we, we again luckily created a, 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 a runway for us to uh, continue to grow. Uh, we weren't looking to hit any home runs at the time. I definitely wasn't. Um, I, I didn't want to exhaust myself. And someone very smart said to me, um, just keep hitting singles, man. You're doing great. Just keep hitting singles. You'll win all day long. They will come around. Um, and so we, we kind of weathered the storm in 2008. Um, 2009 was, was kind of a, a game changer year for us. Um, it was the emergence of some of this tech market. Uh, I was introduced to an early founder of Facebook um, and had a chance to understand and learn and dissect this market. Um, years prior. These are the guys that were coding behind desks, that were hacking uh, algorithms, and were just figuring out uh, things that weren't even concepts at the time. And now they were starting to to walk into a little bit of wealth, and they wanted to enjoy themselves a little bit. Uh, So I I really wanted to learn as much about this market as possible because I, I respected it. I was inspired by it. I'm a user of a lot of these platforms. So uh, it was something not leaving behind uh, our market, which at the time prior was a little bit more institutional, some, some, some financial and, um, and, and business and politics. And, uh, but this was a new market for me. And um, you know, it, it really opened up our doors in terms of what uh, is defined as disposable income, I guess you could say, and where people wanted to spend their time and their money. Uh, it also, for me, it was important learning about the age of these sort of individuals and saying to myself, okay, well, here's a great opportunity to now be a part of their journey. So whether they were single or dating, how do we be relevant at that time in their lives? Uh, as they move forward, as they're engaged, how do we become uh, important in their lives that and they're married if they've got kids? and so, so, so it was really an exciting thing for me to say, okay, let's focus on longevity of these relationships. Um, and, you know, then to, to throughout 2009 and 10, we just we figured out who we are in terms of an identity. Uh, we really uh, identified what our clients needed and that then formed our departments. So we knew that our clients were going to want to go to the best restaurants in the world. Uh, they don't want to have to deal with the bullshit of getting into these restaurants. Uh, or they want it to be educated about what restaurants they should be going to and celebrating their birthday or their anniversary. With regards to travel, you know, they a lot of them are creatures of habit. They go to the same place every single year. They don't want to, have to deal with a lot of logistics of getting there. Or they're like they come to us with a blank slate. They say, i I've, I've got two very important weeks. I'm traveling with my family. I want to maximize it as much as possible. And so it, it really allowed me to go out and find some of the most progressive individuals that are, are forward thinking, which is an important trait here. Because if you just sat on your hands and waited for the phone to ring or a request to come in, that's, that's the kind of the mid-level, that's where the bar is, is set, not in our world, but in a way in terms of expectations. So our whole idea is let's hire unbelievable people, let's set a higher bar, and that's where our baseline's gonna be, and provide and continue to create uh, experiences for these individuals that they find somewhat priceless. How did you create these relationships
0: with regards to the restaurants, these mm-hmm. these exclusive restaurants, for sure. instance, or yeah, these exclusive, you know, lifestyle resorts, let's call good them or hotels. Yeah. Um, how did you create all these relationships to be able to have those kind of uh, contacts to be able to like resource these things out yeah. to be able to like really service your clients and give them a stellar performance?
1: I think a lot of it uh, was response to to what I did previously in terms of nightlife. What I found about the restaurant business uh, in particular, it's a very ancestral business. What I mean by that is uh, you know, you've got so and so who's the manager at a great hot new restaurant and it's really our jobs just with our and definitely with my personality to, to kind of penetrate that relationship and, and, ha- and then form a true friendship out of that. But then you realize that that person leaves and opens up the next best restaurant as the general manager or decides to say, fuck it, I could do this on my own, I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a, a restaurant owner. Um, so it's, once you penetrate that inner circle uh, and you form these, these friendships uh, is when you kind of, it's all the same, it's a lot of the same players, mm-hmm. especially in the restaurant space. Um, the travel space is interesting because we didn't start this business as a, as a travel agency. It's something I always knew I wanted to do but it has, it, it formed that direction because we were doing so much. We didn't, and I'm someone probably like you that I don't want uh, to miss an opportunity. So if we're sending someone to Paris and they're, saying, they're, they're eating at all these unbelievable restaurants, well, why the fuck aren't we doing their hotel reservations as well? Um, so it was with that idea that we got into the travel agency space. And really that, I mean, the, these similar to other relationships that you'll establish in Harbor is a similar sort of approach. You knock on doors, you introduce yourself, uh, and then it's the exact same environment. The, the, the sales manager here is gonna be opening up uh, the, the n- great new hotel here as the general manager. It's it's amazing. So once, once you're in that it's world. It's incredible how you put everything under one umbrella. Really, and then, you know,
0: so it's. And I love that you were asking yourself, like as we grow with this new generation that's coming up that has some of this disposable income, I love the questions that you were asking yourself. What can we do now to service them? What can we do to keep this relationship long-lasting? You're right. People have a girlfriend. Then they get engaged. Then they get married. Then they have kids. I mean, that can go into just countless things. Like, okay, they might need a nanny. They might need summer camp recommendations. They might need... You you know what I'm saying? There's so many different avenues you can
1: go from there. And I didn't want to fall in the column of, you know what, we're getting married. We don't really need you guys anymore. It was like that was something I I never wanted to have that conversation. So you're kind of forecasting about, okay, well, sure, you know, naturally. You you might need more home management requests or finding that nanny or tutor or French tutor to teach your daughter how to speak French. So if you you can get ahead of that, like, I I mean, I think – I think in our worlds regardless on the industry um you know thinking one step ahead is is one thing it'll get you by but thinking four or five steps ahead of the game is really going to allow you to win uh, in in every different industry um you know so it was um you know it's just it was, it was important and and also going back to what i was saying because we're a small business, we get a chance to really learn who our clients are, what they like and what they don't like, and that is picked up by every vendor that we work with. So they're so appreciative when we're sending a client to, again, I'll use a restaurant as an example, and we tell them, obviously, their allergies, where they kind of like sitting, what might be some quirky issues that they have, um, if they're staying at a hotel, uh, make sure that, they're, that if they're if they're allergic to down, make sure we're using all cotton. So, so really, we, we set up Restaurant every first success. I not know you
0: took it down to that those those details. That's yeah. incredible. <laughs>
1: you got to you know, especially with this market because Shit, first I w- off, I, I think want it. I, w- I want the four hundred. <laughs> <man.
0: laughs> you
1: know, I think I think in our world, data is so fucking valuable, yeah. and nobody uses it right. People collect it all day long, and nobody uses it in the in, in way that they should use it. And If you did, I mean, and and we we do it in a a very basic level for a a small demographic of people, and it allows us to create a sustainable business. But think about your credit card processor. Think about uh, anyone who has access to you, and especially whether be your spending habits, they know so much about you. And if they're able to create experiences based off of what you like individually, i think it's a win all day long quite honestly and so so that that data is is valuable it's being collected and gathered regardless but then it's our jobs to actually use it all right
0: i want to shift a minute so these departments that you built within your company Mm -hmm. to be able to satisfy all the needs uh what is it that you're looking for in your employees your team members what is it that you you know what is it that you want out of them what do you expect from them
1: that's a that's a good question it's um I think at, at the level that we're operating in now, you, you wanna create uh, an, an environment of people that are somewhat self-sustainable, knowing that they have an infrastructure behind them. But there's so many things that they do um, that really will start with them and stop with them. And while we all work, you know, we've got a big open office space here in, in New York and we all do work very collaboratively together and, and it's a, a very communal sort of environment. But I look for people that can take ownership, uh, that are able to sometimes check their emotion and say, okay, I, I need to stop at nothing to get this done. And I think a lot of that is a response to, um, and I say this with all the respect in the world, but I ha- always had a hard time hearing no Whether I was a, a, a kid. Uh, a, and the more I, I started to grow up that, you know, it really resonated with me, especially if something is obtainable. Um, so in terms of in terms of staff, you look for people that, one, I, I at this stage of my life, I just don't want to work with people I don't like. Uh, I just want to enjoy. I want to know that I could grab a drink, grab a beer with anyone that I work with um, and enjoy their company and their conversation. There's a level of... of, of of genuineness if if that's even a word that that i i think i try to observe when we are bringing people on to make sure that they are going to be the right fit not only for our clients but also our our staff i mean we're small we've there's there's 30 of us that work for the company Mm -hmm. and it's an important um environment to create something that there is a respect level that is almost unspoken for um knowing that you are a part now of 400 i think that uh, internally people, because we have a, a pretty intense interview process, we really try to convince people not to take the fucking job. Mm-hmm. And then it's when they come back and say, no, you know what, this is what I do. I'm going to do this in one way, shape, or form. That's how I felt. I'm like, shit, I, 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 when I was working at night, I was doing this. and I'm like, okay, well, great. Quintessential is going to be my platform. If I can create a platform for, and, and I honestly, I've seen that. All I can do is support where they are right now, hopefully create careers for these people were there with us for a long time but at a minimum what i want to do is just create a platform for them if they want to go out and extend and and expand their wings god bless them mm-hmm. um, but i want them to hustle uh, we we have such an untraditional uh industry it's not a nine to five i mean last night i saw emails going back and forth with our, our clients and our team internally till two o'clock in the morning because that's just what it took um, and so you you want to find people that understand customer service uh you want and that that comes from the core quite honestly Mm -hmm. hospitality and customer service comes from the core it's not it's
0: 24 7 right it is
1: and it's a hard thing to teach But you have to want it you know yeah and you have to just get it i mean it's a hard thing to teach someone true hospitality it's something you either have in your in like i said in your core Mm -hmm. or not um that's honestly how how i feel um what we've done in terms of hiring, I also am a firm believer of the most cliche thing in the world in terms of you're gonna be good at what you like doing. So what we try to do is, is exploit our, our, our staff's interest. So everyone who works within our, our company is doing something that falls in line with what their interests are. Mm-hmm. Everyone who works in my travel team has a true interest and passion in travel. And sometimes it doesn't cross over to dining, but everyone in dining has a true palette for dining. They fucking love to go to the new restaurant opening or to go try a dish at a restaurant that people are talking about. And it's it's an environment I feel that people uh, will just start appreciating the experience uh, of, of working in this lifestyle oriented sort of industry. Um, so, we, you know, we, we look at where we're uh, potentially uh, understaffed, uh, which doesn't happen often, um, and then we just try to find someone that would fit the right mold.
0: So, them. do you consistently take on new clients, or do you not, mm-hmm. or like do you keep it at you know you're trying to keep it at a certain number so you can continue to you know sure you know create quality and not quantity obviously. Yeah, we you know? bring
1: in we bring on clients uh, usually in Q1 uh, and in Q3. Um, we are, aren't in you know I think I think we're in a fortunate space by not necessarily always needing to bring on new clients. It's a very sensitive um, experience. Uh, one, because the diligence is done probably on both parties. Uh, but it's also important to set ourselves up for success. So if we had this open door policy, where we're just bringing on everyone who decided to, you know, pay membership dues, I think it wouldn't be the right experience for um, for my team or for the actual member. So what we uh, attempt to do is bring on clients at a time where we can spend some time learning about them, spend some time with them personally, um, making their onboarding experience as successful as possible for us. Mm. So again, it goes back to what I was saying about data. You know, when we when we ha- have a potential member um, that would be the right fit for us and, 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 and um, us for them, uh, we sit and we just try to collect that information from them and say, okay, well, well, what what are certain things that you find a void in your life, or where are certain things that we can make things a little bit easier? And if that those, if all those boxes are checked, uh, we obviously entertain uh, membership, but it's not. We don't have this open enrollment.
0: Is it a referral business? At this it point? is 100.
1: Yeah, it it always it has been. super
0: exclusive to me.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's it was a decision I made early, and there's been a lot of times. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fake the funk, but there, there's been a lot of times where I'm like, you know, maybe we open up our doors a little bit wider, and um, I'm happy we didn't. Uh, <coughs> we really, we kind of drew our line in the sand in terms of this is who we are. I think um, was your
0: concern about like
1: losing quality
0: a little yeah bit of what absolutely you right I mean get out there as you got bigger and bigger
1: absolutely you know I, and you lose quality you lose integrity I care too much about, about love this that about you man. business thank you I I, I care it's too much nice ab- to be able to say no you know like in that way it is it, yeah, nice to be able is. to say
0: look I appreciate it I'm grateful for your business we just can't take you on right yeah now.
1: and they and they they do appreciate that as well because there's so much about you and your company and your culture well, you said it best, right? Because if we did that, if we had that approach, we are putting a price tag on everybody. We're like, yeah, fuck it. Let's, let, let's, you know, but that's not, that's not who we are. I, we don't market or we don't advertise this business. You're not going to read a, an article you know, uh, on 400. Uh, you're, you're not going to see an advertisement of 400. Our billboards are our members. And so if, if, if we can't... Fucking love that. You hear that, guys?
0: <laughs> our billboard...
1: Is our members. You, you know, it's the truth, though. I mean, our it, billboards <laughs> is our members. You make it sound a lot better That's than I do, dope. Um, but, but it's the truth, and so you, you, you can't. You, especially with this market, because you see it, right? I mean, yeah. you get one shot at these people, and if you fuck it up, you're f- probably not gonna get an opportunity like this again. Yeah so you want to come into it in a way where you you again are setting each other up for success i want to help some of these people some of these listeners like you know you talk about penetrating
0: relationships and and you've obviously a master at capturing these incredible incredible Mm -hmm. relationships what is it that you think you're doing or saying or being or knowing that has these people so attracted to wanting to know tony and be around tony and wanting tony to befriend them
1: sure i appreciate that the one and, and I just it's a
0: natural ability it's also a natural gift but what do you think it is uh, you know i know you're not strategic i know it's like a genuine like space mm-hmm. where you're operating from love and you just want to connect and hey maybe we'll have a good relationship out of this but what is it that you're doing exactly maybe we can help these people out here that want to have these types of relationships to have a good foundation to build sure you know a blossoming business with what is it what is it that you do and say
1: you know likability i think is One of the most important true traits to have genuine like supreme likability um probably isn't the right word to use but just don't be a douchebag be a good person and 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 really and and expel that and and have people know that and genuinely care about people you know like it's not too much work if someone loses their job somewhere or if someone's going through something It takes two seconds to shoot a text hey i'm thinking about you i hope things are great anything i could do to genuinely help you i mean if i sat back and didn't potentially leverage relationships i mean you've seen where people have uh, been able to be given opportunities through relationships and so the truth of the matter is just just have a likability that people uh, respect and appreciate knowing that it's genuine um there's no sort of t- manipulation or I don't have anyone on my payroll uh, you know that I, I'm doing back-end deals with hey you know I, I want you to let's just make sure we keep this relationship going and harbor this quote-unquote friendship we just try to be as genuine as possible and a lot of that you know going back to, to my team uh, it's it's not the Tony Abrams show whatsoever uh, while I might have created this again platform and foundation, Everyone that, that I get an opportunity to work with every day and essentially work for has that same likability. They could walk into a restaurant, they could spend some time in a hotel, uh, and it's, it's this feeling of we, we're here to understand one another and potentially help you. You know, and if, 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 that, if on the other end of that it's picked up and received, um, then you are forming those true relationships. How many years are you in business now? So we're going on 12 years. Okay. yeah that's incredible so let me ask you a
0: question Please. looking back from when you came in yeah sex in the city mm-hmm. working front doors at clubs mm-hmm. working for a company for five and a half years really getting some great experience to get you to the next place where you have these partners and, and now 400 is, is just yours it, it is mine yes. okay so we never even spoke about that that's a whole other story right mm-hmm. you, you I ended up buying them out a couple of years ago okay yeah. so now it's just your
1: show Correct. I mean, so what do you think after the last 12 years? Like, how do you feel about yourself? First off, I can't, it's, I can't believe it's been 12 years. Um, I think I'm a, little, I'm a little numb to this whole, um, I, I don't even want to call it success because I think that um, we, we, we live in a world where um, you have to be um, s- somewhat successful to do what you need to do to enable you to uh, spend some time in the city and do what you want to do um looking back in the last 12 years it has gone and i know this sounds like everyone else it's gone by so fast because things constantly change life constantly change there's there's life happens right and whether it be your personal life or your professional life um i i'm so you know it's funny because my title of this business is the ceo and the founder uh, and if you really dissect that those are two totally different roles radically different roles I am in my office every day and I sit back and when I hear these kids answer 400, I'm like, fuck, wow. They're, they're, when I hear them answer the phone, 400, there's still a part of me that, that makes my heart skip a beat a little bit. Yeah. Uh, when I see me creating these careers for people that are moving into new apartments or are able to spend some time with their family or go on vacation, it's all so appreciative. Um, and that was, that. was that's my job as the founder of this business, to actually be able to not worry about my emotional connection to the business. Uh, The CEO role is a totally different role. Uh, You are managing personalities, you're managing individuals, you're managing a business, uh, and sometimes it's a very hard thing to do both. Uh, Some people can do it. And uh, I think as, as companies continue to grow, less decisions can be made emotionally, but more based around schematics and facts and data so it's been a for me over the last couple years as we we started turning the corner it's probably been my biggest hurdle Mm -hmm. and and struggle in terms of how do i how do i shelf how do i wear my founder's hat today or or this hour or this minute and then okay i'm always gonna be wearing my 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 founder and my ceo hat but um it's really how how and when to to shelf those certain titles and those roles but really you know to answer your question man it's gone by so incredibly fast i uh I think you and i are similar in a way where the word you know being uh, content uh scares me i'm happy as a motherfucker i'll tell you that much i I love where i'm at professionally Uh, i love where i'm at personally Uh, but i'm always continuing to look to grow i don't know what this company is going to look like in the next 12 years uh, but i will tell you given the 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 work that we're all putting in and that hustle and then that grind uh, i hope to be able to stay with you in another 12 years and and, and look back on yeah, okay. 24 years of craziness. Do you have
0: anything else that you're involved in that's outside of 400?
1: Um, not not really um, in, involved with intimately. I've been a part of a couple investments uh, here in, in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple really cool opportunities that will, again, allow me to leverage this network and community that I've built, whether it be in film or in television or in tech. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm so it'd be fair to say you really keep your options open in, in a way yeah without you taking know? my eye off the ball you know yeah. the one thing that you know there's that cliche statement of uh, staying your lane right i'm not a believer of i'm a believer of staying your vehicle yeah my vehicle is 400 but i'll fucking swerve lanes all day long yeah as long as i'm doing it safely <laughs> um but but the truth is I, you're always looking you know when you have access to to uh resources uh individuals I, if I shut my eyes to it, I feel like I would be missing out on a lot of opportunities. You know what I appreciate about you
0: also just from afar? You know, the fact, obviously, you built a business. You're a great friend. I think the thing that I admire most about you is um, just the kind of family guy you are. You know, like now, you know, you're a world traveler, dude. I mean, I feel like you've been to more countries than I got hair on my back. You know what I'm <laughs> like, You've been around, mm-hmm. and... Uh, You know, to see you on Instagram or, you know, whatever social media outlets and and to see you with your wife and to see you with your son and to see you, you know, really being able to just like travel the world and and have your family there at the same time and also be able to run a successful business and have earned and, and have the love and the respect of, you know, your staff, your employees, your friends, your family. I really feel like you've just, you know, built such a beautiful life for yourself. And uh, I just really think it's a beautiful thing. I mean, how does it make you feel to be able to just jump on a plane and,
1: you know, go to Mikanos, let's say, with your wife and your child and just kick it? Um, Well, let me also say, yeah, we we have absolutely uh, taken advantage of of our life and have been able, but like everyone else, it has its peaks and it has its valleys. Sure. We all go through and go through things personally. Life isn't. I fucking love cupcakes and pizza. Life is not cupcakes and pizza all the time. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely not trips to Mykonos all the time. Um, we are fortunate that that I professionally live in a world that um, allows me to continue to grow and learn by being in other places around the world. But the greatest responsibility that I know you, you agree with as well is having a family. Um, I don't even like calling it a job. It is the, it is the, ultimate, it's the ultimate responsibility. Um, I feel like at this stage of my life, a family does nothing but enhance everything that I do, whether it be me walking in to the apartment after a day of work Or going away with them Uh, seeing even though my son is 15 months I can't believe I just said 15 months I've always said like I was never gonna fucking use that whole month thing I was gonna say a little over a year almost a year and a half (laughs) I can't believe I just did that Um, anyways um, but uh, seeing things out of my son's eyes whether he realizes what's going on or not is such a satisfaction for me Mm -hmm. and that that for me is the ultimate payday is the and, and there's there's nothing more than I love than th- th- all this is all this has been great. Work has been great. The hustle, the grind has been great. But my life started 15 months ago. Quite honestly, yeah. Um, and I've never worked harder in my life. I've never enjoyed my personal life more, uh, and I've never worked smarter in my life. And I honestly feel that that is absolutely a result of of, of having a baby. Um, you you you. I, I wish realism. people could see the focus in your eye right now. <laughs> no, I mean it. It's a like powerful, it's a Thanks. powerful thing. Right uh, but it's it's the truth. I mean, you know, like, what's the point? You know, you realize as as, and you know, I just love how much you love your family. I, I love. This is em. what I'm trying to say. Because you know what the truth is. They are so ins. They don't even mean to be. Or and that's what I love so much about it but they inspire me so much. It's more than any other conversation, I have no offense, I, this, and you inspire me all the time.
0: <laughs> it's okay.
1: But, uh, and, and I will still give you props for, for inspiring you know, she, me to move. You should always be number one yeah, yeah, exactly, and there, there's, no, there's no better sense of motivation um, than that. And it's not necessarily because I want, um, of course I want my son and my wife to have the best life possible, but collectively we are a unit. And that unit is going to be forever, and so I, I God willing, and it's an important uh, thing to not not to lose focus on that because honestly, and, and there's there's really no right or wrong. I've got family, I've got friends, I've got clients that don't have the sort of opportunity and flexibility to spend this sort of time with with their family, yeah. um, but but for me personally, my last twelve years professionally has set me up so perfectly for how I see the rest of my life going. I'm so fucking happy for you, man. Oh,
0: you're fucking Sorry. blessed, my G. <laughs> so one last question before I let you go, okay? Because I asked every uh, every one of our guests that came. It's kind of a morbid question, but you're going to have to handle it. Oh, man. It. Um, you're on your deathbed. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing crazy about that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You're on your deathbed. You know, you're an old man. You've lived a very good life. Wife's there, kids there, grandchildren there. <sighs> You know, you've told them you love them. You told them everything you're grateful for. You have to live. A, you have to leave them a few key pieces. Uh, bleh, a few key pieces of advice, mm-hmm. um, whether it's regard to being able to create some wealth or take what you've built and maintain it and grow it, or just any nuggets of golden information. Like, what advice would you give your family as you're on sure. your way out?
1: man. I wish you that you think me, you could really help them. One go no
0: i I don't want to prep yeah
1: god you know this it
0: could be a tough question well yeah
1: yeah. i you know man we i can only relate to where i've been able to get to personally um there's a stage in my life where i was in a rush to get to be professional or successful or uh, or whatever the case is and and it was a very short time in my life because my, my father said to me there's a great poem and I'm not going to recite any sort of poem I, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not like that I'm not however this poem really did resonate to me a lot it's a, uh, there's a poet named Constantine Cavafy. he's got a poem called Ithaca it's about Odysseus's trip to Ithaca and it's just about the journey and how there's going to be factors that come in your way that you think oh this is it I'm shit out of luck uh, and mm-hmm between your uh, motivation and determination. You need to break down whatever that is and continue on your journey, but appreciate every phase of your journey. Um, so so I, I honestly think that um, if I was in that situation, I would try to just explain to them, this experience that they're going through right now, unfortunately looking down at me and my dad, is part of the journey. Right? it's part of the process trust the process appreciate the, the process and respect the process uh, everyone goes through it quite honestly and so um, and, and you could relate that personally and and professionally quite honestly and and um, don't be in a rush you know because um, that would really suck if I'm on my deathbed because at the end of the day I inevitably would have just rushed to my deathbed uh, really try to to look at every day in your life every phase of your life and appreciate it Yeah, it's fucking beautiful.
0: (laughs) Lee and Mike over here look like they're about to fucking cry like two bitches. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Look, Tony, uh, that was fucking beautiful. Um, Is there anything else you
1: think that you know our listeners should know before uh, we wrap this up? Yeah, you know, listen. This first off, I want to thank you for this opportunity. Uh, This really, and I'm sure other people have come on and said the same thing to you. But like I said to me, first started. this sort of experience, I'm going to leave thinking about this, and I'll be thinking about this tomorrow about having this sort of conversation. Uh, a lot of people have this idea to start a podcast, but again, not too many people have the balls uh, to do it. So, 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 big ups to you to to do it. And you know, I, I think being able to share your message, uh, whether it be your message or my message here now today, is is important. There's there's almost something psychological to it. Um, so instead of Harboring emotions or thoughts or processes, find that safe place and and, and talk to people, uh, because it's amazing what what comes out of it. You know, just having that conversation. I think communication is king in every level, and so to be able to, to be able to communicate, you know, with with people that you respect and appreciate, will ho- will, will definitely help pave the way uh, to where you need to get to. You know, what's been cool about this experience, Tony. First of
0: all, thank you for what you're saying. And I'm going to thank you for your time, but. What's been cool about this experience all around is um, number one, we're helping other people out. Number two, like the guests that have been coming in here that have created you know, what they've been able to create like you and, and Amir and Sam and Bess and Taylor and Mark and you know, some of the people that we interviewed already is that they have this opportunity when they're here to really just reflect on holy shit, what mm-hmm. the fuck did I do? And that's really beautiful, too. And I hope you get to experience that tonight. Like No doubt. When you go home or you're waking up in the morning, you get to just experience it. Just wake up in the morning, wash your face, look in the mirror, and be like, yeah, you know? Uh, Absolutely. You know, I did it. You know, and and I'm doing it. And so that's a beautiful thing. And I wanted to thank you so much. Thank you. You know, um, you've been part of my life for the last 20 years. I've been part of yours. I always want to be a good friend to you. I um, always have been. I want to be a good friend to your wife. Uh, I want to be a good friend to your son. And uh, I always want to be somebody that's part of your life in some shape, way, or form. Mm. Thank you so much for making time, sharing your story, and uh, being generous about it and, and being personal you, and you. open and honest and kind and all the beautiful things that you are. Thank I you, love
1: you, man. man. Thank, thank you bro. so much for doing that. And thank that. you for setting the bar so high for us, us entrepreneurs and us fathers. Uh, you really, you've really created uh, something unbelievable, and something that we all try to aspire to. So, so great job on I that. I appreciate that, brother. And yeah. I want to thank
0: my brother Lee. Over at Jambox Entertainment Recording Studios in NYC 352 7th Avenue if you guys ever want to do something similar or you need some uh, recording time you got to come see my man Lee he's been in the business 20 years he's got a huge heart he's wearing a fucking nasty team t-shirt right now and by the way Tony Abrams bought me this dope ass 400 hat I'm rocking the shit out of it and I got to <laughs> thank my main man marketing director Mike Persico for fucking coming through he thinks I didn't notice his new haircut but he looks alright he <laughs> right. he's looking for a nice Nice lady you know I would say a 1 out of 10 he's probably like an 11 so ladies you can just reach out to him on Instagram you can just shoot him a DM at Mike Persico mm-hmm. and uh, Tony where can people you know I know you've dropped some cool pics 400 uh, on Nessie on social uh, excuse me on social media mm-hmm. uh, what's your
1: uh, social media address for the company uh, so w- uh, it's uh, 400 lifestyle it's all spelled out in letters uh, 400 lifestyle is our Instagram handle um, it's being worked on it's okay. not, uh, you know, we're not, we're not big into that. Uh, okay. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, but I appreciate the plug In case there. If anybody wants to take a little peeky. Yeah, you yeah, know. that, uh, you know, they can take a peek into our world. Um, you know, our website's just 400.com or our Instagram handle, four hundred lifestyle. But, uh, but, awesome, man. So thank you.
0: All right, awesome. Thanks so much, guys. See you on the next episode. That's a wrap. <laughs> cool. um,